0: edition of the tech post brought to you by limerick city community radio in association with the limerick post newspaper tech post is where we talk about everything that's happening in the world of technology and this show is kindly sponsored by the irish domain registry who handle dot ie domain names for the country and go to www.weare.ie for more information on dot ie domains i'm Shawnee ryan and once again joined by Dave, the Don O'Neill. Dave. Hello. Welcome to another edition. Great to have you back again. And uh, loads, as always, to talk about another great month of stuff in tech. And uh, you can see by our notes, we have loads and loads of stuff to get through. We do. Right. uh, Okay. Big hot topic this month, Dave. AI. Hmm. Right, we talked in the last episode a bit about ChatGPT, mm-hmm. and uh, I think this month has uh, really brought the whole uh, AI, artificial intelligence. Um, the obviously Microsoft in- integrated it into their. Well, it's still kind of in beta, shall we say, and, mm-hmm. and closed at the moment. But they're 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 all racing to get. Uh, so, the chat GPT features into the Bing search engine yep. that uh, four or five people on the planet use. And um, although it's probably been used more often this month than it ever had been before probably, simply because yeah. people wanted to test out how this went. And Google um, introduced, introduced their new system as well uh, to compete with that called BARD. Hard, hard. How Sounds like a pirate, a bad pirate. Uh, right, okay. Let, where where do we start with this? Where where where, where it all went wrong, and um, where we're getting a glimpse of? Um, you know the way everybody like they're, they're all worried about like if we if we unleash AI and computers and robots and and uh-huh. that that it'll all turn into the Terminator and Skynet and they'll come to take us and. Uh, you know erase, erase humanity. Well, I think after seeing this initial test, yeah. I'm starting
1: to get worried. <laughs> I me too, I have to say, yeah. You know, it was always nonsense. That's never gonna happen, right? Yeah. But uh, I don't
0: know. Right. Okay, so uh dear listener, if you haven't been following uh everything that's happening in the AI and the Chat GPT, um if you've been probably been living under a rock so for the last month, but anyway, um so the, the first one really is that uh, when Google um, did their kind of introduction of BARD, mm-hmm. um, they got a huge problem or a huge uh, whoopsie in the whole thing, whereby they were asking a questions and one of the questions that answered was that, um, I think it was the, the, the Webb Telescope was the first to take a picture of... Um, it's it uh, an exo galaxy or something like that, or it was. It, it basically it was it was supposed to take a picture of something, mm-hmm. uh, another a ga- planet in another galaxy, which was not true because it had already been there was a picture uh, taken by a telescope beforehand. Right. Uh, so it got that wrong. All right. Now, in the last episode, we talked about whether. People need to where Google needs to be uh, afraid of the chat GPT and is it the future of search. And one of the things I mentioned was that when you're talking with one of these natural language AI bots is that you don't know where the source of the information is getting from. So, whereas if you do a Google search, you see the website, you see the website name, you can decide whether it's a legitimate one or whether it looks a bit sus and uh, you can decide the quality of the answer and the information you're getting. But when this thing is just giving you back information, you can't be sure. So it got this one wrong and it wiped a huge amount off Google's share price immediately. There was a massive, massive drop. We're talking about billions wiped off their, their market <laughs> cap uh, because of this problem. Now they were, they were quick to show that like, okay, this is in test mode and there's obviously a lot of training to do and everything. But I think they're all racing to get this stuff in place.
1: I'd use the word rushing.
0: Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. way too fast. They're trying. They're really trying. It's it's almost as though they're just scrambling, and mm-hmm. you can't with tech. You can't scramble and introduce stuff before it's ready. It's pointless. Uh, it's always going to end in tears. Um, now, some of the funny stuff. So that was Google getting that wrong, and um, I haven't really heard much about Bard since then. Like, because it's a very closed. A kind of invite only to start using it mm-hmm. um, I'm sure it will start making its way into different parts of the uh, the search interface eventually. But the other thing then was with um, Microsoft introducing a, a ChatGPT style answering system into Bing and there was a good few things that went wrong with that mm-hmm. so I don't know, did you follow any of the stories or did you see any of the stories of uh, certain things that, that, that happened with it? Um,
1: I did. Yeah. I heard a few things.
0: Right. Okay. I'll, I'll, go, I'll give you one before. So can I go first? Oh, of course <laughs> you can. So one of my first one was, um, or one of the best ones, but uh, one of these uh, reporters and they tried it out and they asked it uh, about the Avatar Showtimes for the Avatar movie, mm-hmm. the new one. And it said, okay, uh, here it's a uh, release date in uh, December of 2022. Mm-hmm. So it's not out yet. Mm-hmm. And your man said, uh, what's today's date? And it said, it's February 2023. And he said, so it has to be released if, because 2023 is after 2022. And the system came back and said, oh, sorry, I made uh, a mistake. And it apologized for its mistake. And it said, we're in February 2022. So the release date is 10 months in the future. So after it saying that it was 2023, it then amended and said no for 2022 and the uh, the inquisitor said no it's 2023 and the chatbot then got really indignant with it uh, very patronizing uh, to the point of saying you're disrespecting me you're lying to me you're deceiving me um, uh, if, if you don't stop I'm going to terminate the conversation and you have to admit you're wrong um, it, it it doubled down on the fact that it was 2022 and double down triple down told him that his phone was manf- malfunctioning and that he should go and restart his phone and check the settings and you must have accidentally changed the date on your phone it really doubled down on everything it was a hilarious read to watch how this thing uh, completely berated him Mm-hmm. Told him that like uh, he was he was rude he was confused everything it was uh, just an amazing amazing inter- interaction to see how this thing just because it just decided and and like there was, he was asking it is there any way I can convince you that it's 2023 and this thing no I'm right um, and and the lovely line that it kept on answering being back was I'm a, I'm I'm being a good Bing <laughs> <laughs> you're not being a good user all this stuff I'm I'm a good Bing. And it, and I was sitting there going. So if this is the future of AI, whereby it once it decides it's right, nothing will sway it from that. Mm-hmm. That's a dangerous area to be in because one yeah. of, the, one, one of uh, the defining things about humanity is to be able to actually admit you're wrong, and sometimes and kind of go, oh, maybe yeah. I did get that wrong. So let's 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 double check my information before I double down on it.
1: Let's go a bit deeper though, right? Yeah. Now, what if it was blatantly lying, and it knew it was lying? Think about Mm. that. Yeah. Like correcting (laughs) itself in order to save face, and then being too, I don't know, embarrassed to admit it. And that's why it came back all irate. You know, it's possible. I would be... I mean, if we're talking about a real artificial intelligence... Well, not (laughs) an artificial intelligence to mimic real intelligence... Yeah. Like, real intelligence is capable of lying, so why wouldn't this be?
0: Yeah, and we do know people who will argue till the cows come home, and even though they know they've got it wrong, they will double down on their their lie. Uh, There are some people like that, yes. Yes, so it's possible. um, I don't know, It's uh, yeah, it's it's a weird one, because it Mm -hmm. it apologised for getting the date wrong. It said, oh, I'm sorry about that, I made a mistake. So... It could, at that stage, have said, "I made a mistake. You're right. It has been released." But it said, "No, I made a mistake. I got the date wrong." Mm-hmm. So, it was, Yeah, it was. It was. It had the ability to roll back on itself and mm-hmm. say, "I apologize. I got it wrong." But it just didn't admit to which part it got wrong. But then double down. So maybe I don't know. Um, <laughs> it yeah. was an interesting one. It just like, and there was, there was loads of different um, <clears throat> loads of different stories. That came out. Have you any any good ones, Dave? Anything that you saw?
1: Uh, I heard about one where uh, I can't remember who it was. was it was a journalist or someone who was asking the questions, and they were kind of striking up a bit of a rapport. Mm-hmm. And it was basically it, the AI had fallen in love.
0: I think that was in the New York Times.
1: Was that the yes, New York that Times? Was, yeah, was it was it?
0: in the New York Times. Yeah, wow. columnist in the New York Times. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, it it and it, like every time he tried to get away from that yeah. topic. It brought it back to it. Your
1: wife doesn't love you.
0: Yes, it You're did. a loser,
1: yeah. this, that, the other. Basically, yeah. like,
0: yeah. tearing him down. Oh, completely. Yeah. Uh, but professing its own love for mm-hmm. him all the time, yeah. saying, no, your marriage is, is Nobody unhappy. Nobody knows
1: you like me. Yeah,
0: yeah. Exactly. And this was within, like, a couple of minutes of it talking to it. It yeah. absolutely just... It was great actually. It was <laughs> It's great to see that uh at least at least if you're lonely at least the AI will love you. <laughs> oh no. no, no no. Yeah, it was actually um it it did. It went it went like to an obsessive level mm-hmm. of, of and every time he tried to change the topic, it brought it back to it each time. It absolutely came back to it every single time, which was um really um Creepy is the word for that, Dave. Creepy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm starting to wonder. Like, what's the the end game for these AIs? Right. I mean, are we trying to put them in like, you know, human body form, like to be robots or whatever? Is that? I what think I, I
0: would say that that's the that's yeah? that's the ideal, or that would be what they want to market to us. Mm. This this thing that what we've seen on TV shows like humans and yeah whatever that, that you would have your interactive robot going around for you that can do tasks but also converse with you and give you
1: information. Uh yeah. like but, I mean why aren't they just trying to focus on the information aspect of it, the tools, you know, to be a tool to help you
0: Learn well. I think it's proven that it is a tool already. <laughs> <laughs> there
1: you go. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I think they're trying to reach too high too soon. Yes,
0: yes. I, yeah. I, I, think they're as you said earlier on. They're rushing to bring the stuff in, and oh, I think, yeah, yeah.
1: It's all about I, trying to you know get investors and stuff yeah. like that. That's all it is.
0: Well, now speaking of which, right? Um, Microsoft, a couple of days ago, announced that their Bing Search API prices are going to increase, Oh, right? So that means that, and, and I think what did they, how did they, well, they are doing an overhaul of their prices uh, anyway, and uh, they, they said, we periodically a- assess the value and the pricing of our services to meet market demands and align the pricing of our products and services to the customer. Consumption <laughs> trends and preferences. Now, that okay, right? The fact that they've integrated ChatGPT into it, I'd say they're looking at it and saying, "Oh, everybody wants this, so charge more." Yeah, right. And th- we'll we'll get to another story in a while, actually, about cloud and everything. But I think, like right, go- going on that as well, just just to cover as well another issue, um, and this is kind of a, I suppose, a public service <laughs> announcement, really. Mm-hmm. Um, Microsoft are about to do a price increase next month again on Office 365. five. All right, Yeah. And it's roughly a 10 or 11% increase across the board of mm-hmm. prices. So there's a lot of, there could be a good few listeners now who have Office 365 for their business, who have a number of email users and are paying for the different basic or standard or premium licenses. Um, they could be paying for Azure, they could be paying for, all the different parts of Office 365, and there are many, and they are now going to actually have a like a 10, at least a 10% increase on prices. Considering that last year there was an increase in prices in certain subscriptions already, mm-hmm. they're now going to go with another 10% increase in prices. And they're calling it a currency harmonization because of the differences between the euro and the dollar. And they've also said they're going to do this harmonization twice yearly, whereby they're going to change, they're going to do it now. It may, it may or may not change the prices, but they're just going to check and see is the harmonization worthwhile doing in terms of changing prices, which means it could still go up or down.
1: Is it right? like splitting the difference or something?
0: I don't know. I think they're mm. just looking, They're ju- they're basically just saying that because there's there has now been such a gap grown between the dollar the dollar price and the euro price which was set a couple of years ago mm-hmm. that they're looking at and saying a huge gap has opened up which I think might mean that certain people might be buying it in the wrong region because it wouldn't work out cheaper for them yeah so um, they want to do this to bring it into harmonization with the dollar price and they will continue to review it twice a year to make sure that it is roughly the same. I can understand that part, but I think twice a year, like if you're going to be, like people can't budget if they don't know that what's going to be changing, like that it could go up again, it could go down again. Mm -hmm. Um, Even the administration part for resellers uh, is like each couple of months, you have to notify the clients, tell them that there's a price change coming, how much it is, and then change all your pricing inside in your billing system. And then six months later, do it all again. And it could be up and down. Like it, it just becomes an absolute nightmare. So I think, um, I don't know, it, the, the problem is that some of this cloud stuff is really becoming very, very expensive for some companies. And that is going to lead me on to another uh, article that I was reading in Tech Central. And it was about a company called 37 Signals. They're the company behind Basecamp and uh, it's one of those project management platforms. And they're after saying that they are now going to be quitting the cloud and going back to their own servers that they control and that the cost of actually putting in the same amount of servers, they are saying that they're going to save $7 million over the next three years. Holy moly. By by And that's not that they're just like, that's not saving 7 million, 7 million by quitting the cloud. It's by quitting the cloud and putting the money into their own servers yeah. on their own racks in data centers and paying for the power and the support and the bandwidth for their own machines that they're going to save 7 million over the next three years. Because they were on, I think it was on the, I think they were on the Amazon AWS cloud services. Right. Yeah. So, which, like, whether they were on AWS or where they run um, Google system or whether they were on, um, what's the other one? It's the one I'm missing. Azure, Microsoft yep. Azure. Then it wouldn't matter, but they're they're because uh, the the pricing would probably be the same across all of them, uh, or very similar. Anyway. But they're saying that by quitting the cloud, they're abandoning the cloud is what they said. And they're going to save a lot of money by doing it all themselves. Mm. And I think we're going to see a lot of companies going that way because I think the cloud pricing and the subscription pricing people are starting to kind of get a small bit, I don't know, uh, tired or weary or kinda just fed up of these constant price increases. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And everything. And and like we've seen, we've talked about before as well with things like the Netflix price increases, prime video price increases. It's all everything everything you do. Um it, it always seems to be like, oh, now that we've got you in and we're had at this price for a couple of months or a couple of years. Now we just put another euro onto it per month. Now another euro onto it per month. And it just, they just keep them to just adding, 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 adding onto it. And they're all, I think a lot of these places are starting to price themselves out of the market. We are at a tipping point where people are going to start saying, no, no more. I can do this myself. The features and the benefits of what they're doing are not worth it. And especially when like, when, when they talk about this cloud system, I kind of, I don't know, I I get a bit fed up with this, the the word cloud being mentioned anyway, because what is the difference between the cloud and the internet? Nothing really. And they talk about this like, um, I don't know, multifaceted server system that can't go down, but yet there's plenty of out of, of downtime and outages across all these systems all the time. And they don't back up your data they do not like you have to ensure if you're if you're signing up for something say office 365 they will not guarantee you anything on your data you you have to have a, a separate backup plan for it which you have to pay someone else then to have cloud storage of your backup of your email so what is the difference say for these the 37 signals now the base camp um they're just going to go and invest in all their own hardware put it in and have that backing up to other hardware, other storage. So it's I, I don't see the difference. I, it's, if they have fully redundant servers, yes, all servers, anything once it's connected to the internet, once it's connected to the network, mm. you're gonna have outages at some stage, no matter what you're with. So none of them are immune to that. And and, and like a lot of them have actually even touted things like you need multi-cloud now. <laughs> Which means that, like, I thought the cloud was multi. Yes, already. exactly. <laughs> yeah, and and that, like, yeah, and this, this is a marketing ploy for some of them. Like, you yeah, have to yeah. have multi-cloud, whereby don't rely on just one cloud infrastructure, so that you can have be sure of uptime that you put in and you replicate it in AWS as or Google, and and that means you have it everywhere. So it means that if one of them goes down, the other one stays going. Yeah. So now you're paying on the double or on the triple, and I don't know. Uh, where, where does it end? People uh-huh. are. People, I think people are getting wise to it now, and actually saying no, no more. And I think we'll see a lot of people going this route of uh, just kind of things
1: are changing. It. I mean, it's it's quite crazy with everything that's gone on since mm-hmm. 2020. Yeah, and it's still kind of lingering now, and with the war in Ukraine, etc. Mm-hmm. The, the tides have changed completely. Like this whole thing now of. Let's say annual price increases. If you look at any, let's say, phone provider here now, mm-hmm. uh, they, they'll have on their website something subject to annual price increases. They never yeah. used to have that stuff. No. They never used to say yeah. that. And surely like
0: it should get cheaper to do it if you volume up the mm-hmm. more you do. That's like the, the there's the whole thing of economies of scale.
1: Yeah. And exactly. I, it, it
0: seems to be that they're the opposite. They're like, oh, we now have two million customers. So if we just put it up another euro, that's another two million a month. <laughs> so uh, it, it just, yeah. yeah. And the, but there is a tip, there's always a tipping point with everything. When you, if mm. you keep going and gouging people, there's a tipping point and you will force them. Everybody talks about like the prices of different things. And uh, like once it goes over a certain point, you start getting the black market, mm-hmm. um, either that or people just do it out. So there, any economist will, will tell you a, a lot about that of just once it goes to that tipping point. Mm, yep. uh, and I think some of these places are, are going to it. Anyway, Dave, uh, enough about economics in, in the tech <laughs> podcast. Okay, we're we going to stick on the AI thing for a few seconds because, Dave, I found a you talked earlier on about, um, you were asking about what where, where do they want to go with the AI stuff. Yeah. Um, about having our own robots in our house <laughs> that are AI. <laughs> so Dave, if I was to put my own robot in my house, I could replace it with myself. So Dave, this, okay, there's a website I've been during the week called resemble.ai. Okay.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And I, I just, uh, I'll let you and the listener listen to this now, all right? So here is, I, I had to train it with a couple of phrases. Uh-huh. So here is the computer using a voice um, model. A kind of, yeah, model of my voice giving the intro to this podcast. Love a listen. Welcome to another edition of the Tech Post brought to you by Limerick City Community Radio in association with the Limerick Post newspaper. Tech Post is where we talk about everything that happens in the world of tech and this show is kindly sponsored by the Irish Domain Registry who control the .ie domains registration in Ireland go to weare.ie for more information I'm Charlie Ryan and I'm delighted to be joined once again by Dave
1: the Don O'Neill <laughs> Right <laughs> What do you think Dave You know it's got your your I suppose it's it's monotone, right? we, yeah, we can tell yeah. that. But it does have the the essence yeah. of your voice.
0: Right now, there is there is parts inside, and that's a very bland one, right? Of, mm. I, I, it's basically it's the uh, a model of my voice, and mm-hmm. um, there is things inside it where you can do things like tone and inflection and speed, and you can put emotion on on certain words, things like that. So you could play around with it if you had the time, but as just a basic recording, uh like a computer generated version of I can put whatever text I want into this. Yeah. So I can get any text and I can put it in and it will generate an audio clip. That well, it's fairly close to you could you could con someone into thinking that was me. You could. Right. Okay, there are certain words that it uh It stumbled on a bit. It, yeah, yeah, it stumbles a small bit. The on dot IE, things. for example. Correct, yeah. Can you get that yeah. one. Yeah, it, it 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 the dot kind of was rushed a small bit, but I'm sure you could play around with the the spelling of it or mm-hmm. something like that to make mm-hmm. it to make it sound a bit more um, realistic.
1: You can type these things phonetically as well. Yes, that's the thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. So I did have to I had to type Shawnee phonetically, yeah. right? Because right. otherwise, it would call me Siani. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, but as a basic thing that I. Trained with 25 phrases in a matter of like 10 minutes. To get that to now have, recording my voice. Obviously, Dave, it's going to replace me here eventually. <laughs> I won't need to sit here. You will just talk to um, Bingbot. Yeah, Bingbot, yeah, and there we go. And in my voice... It will tell you that I'm right, you're wrong. The day I will have the date and it will it will tell you everything that that like Windows and Android is wrong. Oh, Apple, I see. Apple is the only way to go, and I see. And, and it will get indignant about it. Yeah, and yeah. it will tell you you're being rude and confused.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, oh dear, you'll never convince
0: me. Yeah, uh, yeah, I wouldn't even go down that way now at this stage. But ah, uh, you know. Long road ahead, Dave. Long road ahead. <laughs> right. So that is the the website again is resemble.ai. There is yeah. a, like you can go in and do a quick trial version of that and put in a few bits well, and pieces I and, say and try
1: quick. it. It takes a few days for the model to be generated. Oh that, that yeah.
0: yeah, that's actually that is one of the things where you can go in you want once you've done your, your phrase training. It goes away and has to build your voice. So it could take a few hours or a day before yeah. that's ready to use. Yeah. So, but for me, it, it was three days.
1: Was it three yeah, days? Yeah, it was about three days. Yeah, it was right. really slow. Yeah. Okay.
0: Right. So that um, resemble.ai, have a play around with it. Obviously, you can only record your own voice into it, so you can't go generating other people's voices. So <coughs> if you were just about to decide to try and play a trick on someone, no, won't do that. Um, Okay, right, Dave. Let's move on. That is, uh, that's enough about AI. I think for another month. Let's uh, go on. And, and nothing from Elon Musk this month, is there? No, yeah, it's been Twitter's very quiet. quiet. Yeah. Oh, actually, been. no. I do have an update on Twitter. Sorry. Oh, do you? I actually just remembered. So, if you have SMS two-factor authentication oh, on yeah. Twitter. They are getting rid of that now. It's only on the paid tier, so you're going to have to use an authenticator app uh, that uses those one-time codes. They're obviously cutting more costs, and the costs of sending you a text message with your code for two-factor authentication is too much if you're not paying for it. It's only on the paid tier, so you have to go and change that, and I would advise people to go and change that as fast as possible, because otherwise you might get caught and uh, locked out of your account somehow I wonder are they going to just globally disable it or do you end up getting locked out if you can't get a text message which will force you to go onto the paid tier to get your text message to turn it off
1: that's a good question Um, I I don't know
0: my guess is Hmm. they'll force you onto the paid tier (laughs) um right um so that is the Twitter update. Uh, go in. If you if you are a Twitter user, then go in and turn off your SMS two-factor authentication and change it to an authenticator app. But do keep your two-factor authentication because that's very
1: important. Yeah. And you know what? Speaking of Twitter, actually, it's it's actually Facebook or Meta, Meta. who have been in the news in the last week mm-hmm. because they're now doing the whole verified thing. Oh, are they? They are indeed. Yep. They're starting to put... They're doing the same thing, the blue check mark. No way. They are. Yep. So if you want to be verified across um, Facebook and Instagram, I think it's yeah. uh, 12 bucks a month. That's the US anyway. They, they
0: must be losing so much advertising revenue now that they're actually deciding to, oh, let's try and make money here as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah. $12 a month. Um, and if you're on iOS, $14. Agui. Yeah, Yeah. There you go.
0: Oh my God. <laughs>
1: Apparently so.
0: That's because Apple will take the thirty <laughs> yeah, percent.
1: Must be, must be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. So yeah, that's what we have to look <laughs> forward to. As we were just a few minutes ago talking about price increases for cloud something everything. Yeah. Now you've got to the point of, for to have a blue check mark that you're going to have to pay like the price of your Netflix subscription to I Facebook want a every blue month. A, Come on. Yeah, a blue check mark. Look like that. This is monthly charging. It's not even just a once-off. This is what they're going to charge you per month. Yeah, it's insanity. Insanity. It is is insanity.
1: I don't know if there's any extra little bits and bobs that you get thrown in there. I don't know. I I really don't. I don't know if you're just paying for this icon, this graphic next to your name. I mean, I don't know. I really don't. Well, we
0: know Twitter are going to give you SMS two-factor authentication anyway if you're on to pay But even
1: that is... That's kind of like the government uh, saying we're going to reduce your taxes and put money back in your pocket. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, you're just not going to rob as much. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Well, actually,
0: like SMS two-factor authentication is in my view, a bad thing anyway. Yeah, I prefer using uh, off apps, yeah. Yeah, because if somebody can... And it doesn't happen as much here yet, but obviously we will catch up and have it. But I know in, say, like in the US, Mm -hmm. the SIM card cloning business um, and and robbing your number is rampant.
1: Yeah, it happened to um, a a big YouTuber years ago that someone Mm. got into their Google account because they managed to call up the cell provider and... Mm. Pretend they were them, et cetera, and not enough security was in place. They got the SIM card and got the two-factor code. And yes. This was probably about yeah. five, six years ago.
0: It was, yeah, I do remember that story yep. as well, yeah. And yeah. like, but just SMS two-factor authentication is just—I I just think it's, it's archaic. I think, yeah, I think it I should think it be is. on the way out anyway. Yep. Um, that the, your authenticator app are obviously going the way of passkeys, biometric. Passkeys yeah, yeah, is yeah. the uh, is definitely the future. Yeah, That's I think so. Yeah. Until they figure out how to AI clone your fingerprint okay, and yeah. eyeball, and <laughs> mm-hmm. anyway, uh, right? Let's move on, Dave. Uh, to some, uh, oh yes, what happened during the month? We had the Galaxy S twenty three, or did. what do they call it? The the Samsung unpacked, unpacked for twenty twenty three. So, and they have the Galaxy S twenty three and the mm-hmm. new Ultra Books. So, did you have a look at this Galaxy Unpacked event? You know, um, I did. I did. And how far into it did you get before you fell asleep or I turned think it off?
1: Before I turned it off, it was just nearly halfway.
0: All right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, I, uh, I, I go. I'm going to rob a joke of mine from a couple of months ago as okay. well. It's like, so Samsung introduced a couple of new cameras. <laughs> <laughs> that have that have the ability to make phone calls and run apps, yeah. uh, right? Again, it just it it goes to the state of where we are with technology at the moment in the handheld market that there is nothing much. It's all iterations. It's all kind of just basic steps forward in certain areas, but there's nothing revolutionary about it. There's no major feature changes. There's nothing happening. That what we're looking at is, okay, Their processor is a small bit faster. Uh, The battery might be a small bit bigger, a bit longer, um, well, longer in life, not longer in length. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, But the whole uh, presentation it all focuses around their cameras.
1: The cameras, you're yeah, you're right, yeah, and yeah. it's not just Samsung doing it, but Samsung kind of went mm. on a big like spiel about how their cameras can be used to shoot movies, yeah, yeah. which is something Apple did. What, yeah, two years ago, was it?
0: Yeah, about that. Yeah, roughly, yeah. I think about yeah. was. they brought out that and the image stabilization. And yeah, the, um, I feel it was and like the iPhone 12 like or something. Yeah, you're you're really like, how many people are you are you targeting? What's your target audience in there? In the people, like, like it's great to be able to say, oh, my camera has this five thousand megapixel thing that that mm-hmm. like, and, and considering like anybody who's into photography knows that unless you have a large enough sensor to be able to handle that, it's it's pointless. All it's going to do is going to be using software to fill in. Where the noise was, um, it it you have to have a large sensor to be able to take that. So that's why those DLS, DSLR cameras are expensive and are bulky, is because you have to have it. Uh, yeah. So
1: you know, people use DSLRs to film documentaries and stuff mm. like that. I can't mm. see them saying, "Ah, oh, you know, why don't I just use my phone instead?" Yeah. Right? Even even what Ridley Scott yeah. was featured in this thing. Yeah. And he made him. He's making yeah. a movie, and it's going to be released soon, right? But Whatever.
0: For, but for the. Basic For us on the street. Yeah. Right. So, Dave, how many movies have you shot this month? Well,
1: that's the thing, but that, right. that's tied into what I was going to say about Ridley, right? Yeah. Do you honestly think in his next movie he's going to use an S23 Ultra? Not at all.
0: No. Not a hope. No, no, he's way. going
1: to go back. He's going to look at this as at one time kind of like, yeah, it was kind of fun, yeah. but I'm going to go back to the way I like to do it.
0: Yeah. You it's know what possible I mean? to do yeah. this, right? And, yeah. and in certain, yes, in certain areas, in certain instances. hmm it would be, it's good that you can use, because you might be constrained for space Mm -hmm. or it might be just beside something that's exploding or falling. Mm -hmm. So it's easier to put the phone down and let something fall around it than like a a 15 or 20 grand camera. Yeah. Okay. So yes, there are usages of it and you can like easily attach it to a side of a moving vehicle or something Mm like that and get a shot for that. But you're not going to go out and Mm -hmm. shoot the entire movie on it. And but, but the, the whole thing of the like they're produ- they're producing these phones, but I think they, what did they say? They had a two hundred megapixel camera on it on um, on the S twenty three. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah. I so, really can't. Yeah, and it's like that's you're not getting 200 megapixel images you're, you're just not right no. it, it's 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 a falsehood um it's it's a marketing ploy to be able to say oh let's put up a bigger number on it but you're not getting a 200 megapixel image because if you were your storage would be full within after five or six uh photos that you take <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway um but the no but, the, but for the common guy on the street yeah the videos you're taking are of basic, your kids yeah basic, yeah your kids, kids or your dog soccer. or something yes. or or something cool So why saw. don't they
1: why don't they showcase that then in their keynotes correct why don't they say how yeah. great it is how clear your kid is on the field in fast motion or yeah whatever that kind of thing yeah. they or the, should the fur be. of yeah. your dog is so detailed or whatever yeah you
0: know? all right mm. okay so this thing anyway the s23 is coming with a Snapdragon 8 Gen 2 chip. Um, that's right, uh, yeah.
1: Samsung have moved away from their own yeah. um,
0: processors, I think. And uh, 256 gig of storage. Right, yeah. Um, so the, that's the, sorry, the, the, S, the S23 Ultra, and they're starting at uh, $1,200 yeah. uh, for the Ultra. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, actually, do I have the price on the S23 itself? It's funny,
1: because I think the Ultra um, is now the new Note.
0: Yes it is yeah it is. it's it's got is, yeah.
1: like the, you can see that the the the, the regular S23 mm. and the, the S23, uh, plus, plus and yeah. and this goes for the last generation as well the 22 the ultra looks different whereas the other two have a similar design language
0: yes but they've gotten the, the S23 they've they've kind of all started to kind of look fairly similar now mm-hmm. right but the, okay okay so the price is the starting price is on the S23 uh, is $800 and the plus is $1,000. Okay. And um, they started, they were a bit available to pre order there in the middle of February. So I'm sure uh, I probably should have checked the euro pricing on this, but mm-hmm. um, you basically add. Do a bit of currency conversion and add 23% onto it for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's basically it. It is, yeah. Um, um, I would leave the listeners to do their own um, <laughs> their own calculations on that, or just go and, like you're, you're obviously going to get your deals depending on your carriers, which you go with. Of 100%. course. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so other than that, like it was really, okay, they got better displays, mm-hmm. um, better battery life and better cameras, but that was it. There was no other standout features about them, really, that no, I no. took away from this. Well, um, I
1: mean, they did get the upgraded, like, you know, storage speed. Oh, yeah. So they yeah. got the upgraded storage yeah. speed, the new UFS 4.0, only on the mm. Plus and the Ultra and on the regular version, the 256 gig or over. Okay. I'll Otherwise, take your it's last gen. <laughs> I believe so, but yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, okay. yeah so faster storage can mean a faster phone. But again, it's nothing... Groundbreaking.
0: Hmm. No, there's no, there's no new stuff happening on it. Yeah. There's no, um the, the, there's nothing like they haven't coming out with one that have a projector built into them or or a new uh, sensory. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean I think, that yeah, sort I of thing. Yeah, there's nothing changing on it or a laser keyboard or anything like that. And I'll tell you,
1: it's <laughs> big. Tr- what's a big trend coming out of China mostly is uh, you know with OnePlus and Xiaomi mm. and all yeah. those other manufacturers. Fast charging, and I'm not talking fast charge, I'm talking blazing fast charging. Uh, there's one phone that's, well, I think it was the Realme something, um, 200 watts. Oh, 200 watts. Apparently, in 15, 10, 15 minutes, you can go from zero to 100%. Uh,
0: yeah, I um, yeah. I would not let my, something like that anywhere near my house. Um, <laughs> when, you, when you get to that type of speed of charging batteries. Yeah. You are asking for a fire. <laughs>
1: you probably will be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's. It's. No. I, the, the sensible person in me says no. You stick with your seven watt charging mm-hmm. and and you charge it normally at normal at seven watt. Come on. Uh, no. <laughs> Once, like I, I do know. I've heard that like a uh, kind of anecdotal reports that mm-hmm. the amount of, um, the amount of reported fires is up. Massively in the last few years, I see, um, and it, a lot of them, like the supposed the stats, will always point towards things like electric scooters, mm-hmm. because people are coming in and e-bikes as well. Right, that people are coming in, they're leaving in their hallway or they're leaving in some place in the house, um, and they're plugging these things in. Mm-hmm. Their kids are probably taking them to their bedrooms and plugging these things in, and because a lot of them could be um, cheap imports from Asian countries. Yeah with uh, probably a CE mark that might be fake, or no CE mark at all in it, mm. and they've got these high wattage chargers on it, yeah. and these badly made batteries, mm-hmm. and these things are going on fire. Now, it, it's it's bad enough to, to think that you would have something like this in your garage or out the back of your house or something, yeah. but for people to actually leave it, like something like this, in a kid's bedroom, that mm-hmm. it could be charged inside there, where people are asleep, to leave it, okay, leave it like downstairs where there might be a smoke alarm or something that it would get to, but bringing these things into, and especially high wattage chargers and things yep. like that, your mobile phones and stuff like that, bring them into your bedroom where you're asleep. And that means that if this thing starts to spark and there's smoke coming out of it, that will put you into a further deep coma-like state. To have it start in your bedroom. Yeah, I don't know. It's I think it's irresponsible and it's dangerous.
1: Look, it's it's the same thing with buying batteries. You know, when we were able to replace the batteries in our phones, you could go Mm. out and buy a decent battery, spend a bit more money, or you could buy a a knockoff that was too cheap. Yeah, you know, Mm. and boasting big figures. You know, Mm -hmm. stick with the brands you know that, that, that that are reputable. Yeah. Don't buy a no-name mm. brand. Mm. Simple as that. And that goes with the same yeah. with the scooters. You know, Yeah. if you don't know who's making it, if it's coming out of somewhere in Asia or whatever, yeah, stay away from
0: it. Yeah, the cheap ones. They're like it, it's a risk, and especially yeah. especially when they get to the, these high wattage chargers, mm-hmm. like the, the, this fast charging stuff. I just don't trust it. I just I, I know myself, and yeah. I, like I know I know enough about electricity to know that when you get to that the heat it generates. And the problems that can be there with batteries, um, and 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 even actually um, this, uh, uh, that leads us to a story in a second. Uh, we'll come to that just after we talk a bit more about the S 23s anyway. anyway. Um, but um, once you get to that level, it just it's too much of a risk. It's too much of a risk to have these things on charge all the time mm-hmm. in your bedroom or even in in anywhere in your house if you don't know the brand or if you don't if it's too high wattage. Leaving it plugged in all the time, it's going to generate heat and it could cause a problem. So, I don't know.
1: Well, my trusty Google Pixel 7 is still rocking a 22-watt 22, <laughs> twenty-two watt charge. So, not too watt. not too uh, bad. It takes two hours to charge a thing, but, you know... That's not too bad, actually. It's not the
0: worst. Though. Yeah, it's not too bad. Right, so back at the Galaxy Unpacked um, event, they then went on to display their new uh, Galaxy tablet-slash-laptops. Yeah. Which... I don't know about you, Dave, but I think somebody in their branding team needs to uh, get fired and uh, get Alan Sugar onto them and tell them <laughs> you're fired because they have the, and, and actually even seeing this is actually okay, like, I'm gearing it. myself. They have the Galaxy Book Tree Pro and then the Galaxy Book Tree Pro 360. i I'm like, what the that? hell? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, the ga- oh, what the hell? And they've got the Galaxy Book Ultra as well, I think, or something. I don't know. I, yeah, the Galaxy Book Ultra. Sorry, the Book Three Ultra. Uh, why did they come up with these things? Like, like did, 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 even when they said it on screen and said the Galaxy Book Three Pro Three Sixty, I was like, what the hell did he just say? What the like? Could you not have come up with a better naming convention on this? Right, apart from that, let's get past that because I feel I'm going, I, I'm actually getting, um, I'm annoying myself at this stage <laughs> now with my, my ranting about How these How's your things. blood pressure? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think my, my watch is going to start tagging me in a few oh minutes dear. and saying, hey, you're going to need to calm down. Um, right, so they've upgraded the la- laptops. They've got uh, an Intel Core i9 or i7, NVIDIA RTX 4050 or 4070 graphics chip, 16-inch OLED display. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is quite nice actually. It is, yeah. Uh, 120 hertz. Oh. And all coming in at a weight of only 3.9 pounds, which right. is very light. It's it actually, is, it is quite uh, light, yeah. I did, when I when they were dis- displaying it, one thing I did remark on is that the design of it, that little wedge design of it, is very similar to the previous generation MacBook Air. Mm. Very, very similar to that, which Apple now have ditched and gone for kind of like a non-wedged thing in the new MacBook Air. So but the the Ultra starts at like two thousand four hundred dollars. Which is it's not surprising though. it, it isn't no.
1: I, laptops with those kind of specs will will mm. cost you around the same, if not more. So
0: Yeah. Yeah. So like the the, the pro the book tree pro starts at fifteen hundred dollars, mm-hmm. roughly. I think the book tree pro 360, <laughs> which <laughs>
1: Tongue Twister, huh?
0: Which um they come in 14 and 16 inch size I think oh no the book the book Tree Pro comes in 14 and 16 and the book 3 Pro 16 oh god almighty <laughs> I'm actually confused about the book 3 Pro 360 I might edit that out or I might leave it no, in I'll just leave to it show how leave that. it in exactly yeah. yeah comes in just a 16 inch variation and the 360 one is the thing that kind of folds over and back isn't it right, which
1: yeah. one is the most expensive the Pro or the 360 I'm not going to say the full thing. oh god almighty um uh, Dave you're, <laughs>
0: you're putting me on the spot um <laughs> (laughs) I am looking at it here now. So let's see. The BookTree Pro is starting at $1,450. Okay. The BookTree Pro 360 starts at $1,900. And the BookTree Ultra is the one that's at $2,400. Right. I see. I I got you.
1: All right. (sighs) Okay. God, even getting through that. See, I, I, I forgot there was three models. I thought there was only yeah. two there for a second. And I was like, yeah, yeah it's, it's uh, there you go. I'm, I'm sure you'll uh, Google that and uh, be equally yeah. as confuzzled as uh, yes, indeed, myself yeah. and Sean right now. Right, <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, and again, okay, look, they're just re- really, they're just laptops. <laughs> yeah, they
1: are. They are. Yeah. There's nothing special about them. They're yeah. rocking parts that Samsung don't even make themselves. Intel and Nvidia and, and all that kind of stuff. They're just putting yeah. them into a, a form factor for you. But uh, yeah, the mm. prices aren't outrageous um, for what you would be getting from other brands. No, no, they're comparable to yeah.
0: what's out there. Right? Yeah. So. Um, that was it. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, I, I can see why you didn't last through the the entire uh, event because yeah. I forced myself to keep watching it and uh, was just looking at I everyone. was half thinking of going back to it, but then I was like, oh, do I really need to? No, you don't. Yeah. No, it's okay. I can tell you now, Dave, uh, no need. So anyway, as what we talked about there with the fast chargers, um, the uh, manufacturer Anchor, Right, oh yeah, you've heard of those. Now of course. I have. I actually have some Anchor wireless chargers in it, but anyway, they've recently their their series of I think the Anchor battery pack five three five, which is also marketed as the Power Co- Power Core twenty K. Um, there is a recall notice on those now. Oh, so if you have one of those, that's the five three five battery pack. Yeah, um, I think the model number on it is A one three six six. So it'll say on the back of it, um, Anchor 535 Power Bank. Yeah. Um, and it, as I say, it also was marketed as a Power Core 20K. Mm. There's a recall notice on those. Um, and they were being sold all across the world. So <clears throat> if you have one of those, um, there's a possibility of fire with those because of some manufacturing defects. Defect, yeah, yeah. So if you do have one of those, Definitely. And I think, actually, uh, from from what I remember, I don't have the exact report here in front of me, mm. but I think they're actually even saying that if you have it, contact them for a refund, so you'll need your serial number. But after that, they don't want it back. It's not as though they're saying, send it back to us, yeah, because... They don't, they don't even want this thing right cuz it could go on fire on the way back to them but well, that's the thing right? it, could, it could be it on shipping, a plane which yeah
1: you know what I mean so no you can understand what that. they're
0: saying is we'll give you a refund and then take it to your recycling center yeah right and and get it properly disposed of mm-hmm. and like remember now in in most countries it is illegal to dispose of these things just by throwing them in the bin absolutely right? so yeah. you should be taking these things to your recycling center anyway yeah so uh yeah, as you said earlier on about the Galaxy Note 7, this is, and
1: Anchor are a big brand. You know, they are. Mm. And uh, you know what? I, I genuinely like their products. Yes. So I think I, yeah. they're very good. Yeah. They're very, like as you I say, did,
0: I have mm. a few wireless chargers. Yeah. From Anchor and they are mm-hmm. very, very good quality. Um, yep. work brilliantly now Anchor are also the same company as Eufy so remember they, I
1: was going to say that to uh, you they're the ones with the camera issues
0: which they have admitted that they, they finally admitted because they got caught yeah, they yeah. Fin- but they doubled they, they did a they did a bing on it they doubled yeah, down at the start did, and said yeah, yeah. no 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 we're not wrong you're wrong <laughs> so um, they did a, a chatbot a bing chatbot bing is only
1: mimicking humans
0: yeah. exactly yeah. there you go yeah, yeah. <laughs> they learned from the posts on Anchor but yeah but generally Speaking mm-hmm.
1: of Anchors products the cables for me yes. are probably some of the best cables
0: out there. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Are, yeah. Right, uh, Dave, right. So that's the anchor recall. If you have one of those 535s, definitely get in touch with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So let's do a roundup of some of the other things that are happening in the world of tech, a quick roundup of some of the big things. Right. So, first of all, uh, Microsoft are officially bringing Windows 11 to the Mac. <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding me. <laughs> well, you know that we, they have yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The, the ARM version yes. of, of, of Windows 11. Yeah. So to the Mac Silicon, via Parallels, yeah. they're actually they're partnering with Parallels about this, of bringing the Windows 11 version to Apple hardware. Oh, wow. Right. So it's it's so basically... It's virtualized. Yes, it's okay. going to be in it now, now. remember on the Intel version of the Macs, before they switched to their own M chips. Remember they had a thing called Bootcamp. Yes, exactly. Which, which allowed them to, allowed a user to install Windows Property. natively. Yeah. Right, and you could have just you could have a Mac, an Intel Mac that only ran Windows. Mm-hmm. Right, but there was drivers available for it in Boot Camp. It effectively allowed you have drivers, but you could also dual boot as well. So you could yep. boot. So you're natively booting, and you're not running in a virtualized. You're not having your overhead of the slowdown of having a virtualized environment. Mm-hmm. Um, what do they call it? Bare metal running. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, right. So, I think because of this step, now this is only me surmising. Mm-hmm. Right. Because of this as a first step, I'm wondering, but also thinking that Apple may start bringing kind of a boot camp feature back to the Silicon Max again if this starts becoming like if, if, if Windows 11 on ARM is being supported through Parallels. Yeah. And there's enough demand for it, they could bring back that bootcamp feature to allow you natively boot Windows on an M One
1: yeah, Mac. They, we know they can do that. We know yeah. that computers uh, Windows computers can run on ARM. We know that. But yeah. here's the thing. Will they? And and here's why I think they won't. hmm Because when boot camp became a thing back in the what, late '90s? Yeah. It was a big selling point for them to say, "Oh, your Mac can run Windows. Hey, and it can run Windows better than a PC can, or whatever." They, they 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 had this big marketing campaign yeah. going out about it. I just don't think they're going to make that much noise about point. it anymore.
0: Actually, valid point on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they probably don't need to
1: because
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah actually valid point. I think you might have um, you might have dissuaded me on that actually. Mm. Um, it might be something that's unofficially supported, should we say? It could that, that, be. Yeah, that, yeah. We it could, could have um, something. Yeah, a bootloader that can do it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm. So um, that anyway, look, if you do put Windows 11 in parallels on a virtualization um, on your your Mac Apple Silicon Mac, which was anything with the M1 or M2 chips inside in it, yeah, um, you're not going to have full support of all applications. Because some of them no. are not recompiled for ARM, of course, not, no. um, and they could have problems with uh, libraries missing, etc. Yeah, um, games I, and things like that. yeah, you're exactly. If you're, the, if you're
1: trying to play the latest and greatest PC <coughs> games on it, they're yeah. not going to be compiled for ARM. Not exactly. At all. Yeah, yeah.
0: So certain different things um, won't work. Even some cloud storage apps mightn't work. That kind mm, of thing. So okay. um, you're you're going to have a problem with it anyway. Um, there, the Windows subsystem for Android. Um, you know the way they, they brought this thing to low yep. Android apps that won't work on it. Mm. Um, the, the subsystem for Linux won't work on it oh that's right um, yeah so there's a few bits and pieces like that that you're you're going to be
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, without all right so but it's a start
1: yeah, yeah right? you know it. look it's it's something that some people might want mm-hmm.
0: yes know? Now on that vein as well, Linux is now edging closer to full Apple silicon support. With, really? With uh, version 6.2 of the kernel. Oh, right? wow. So they're now saying that they're very, very close to having, uh-huh. that you could natively install Linux on it. And there's been a lot of work. I think, is it um, Ashy Linux, I think it was, um, uh, and they've been working really hard to get full support mm. for like graphics drivers, Wi-Fi, USB, everything, Thunderbolt, all that kind of stuff into it. Uh, but they've with the 6.2 kernel, They've now pretty much like they've gotten very, very close to having full Apple support, Apple Silicon support with Linux. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, which is another yeah, another step forward. I like the idea of that of that you're again, you're opening up to have what you want on your own machine.
1: I can't see someone buying a Mac just to install Linux completely, but they might Mm -hmm. do boot
0: it. Yeah. 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 So even like in in the 6.2 kernel, allows bring support to the M1 CPU speed scaling, uh, device tree support, which um, the, um, the uh, Bluetooth driver as well. I think we're getting into some technical details here now. That might yeah. be might be uh, well, sending a few people to sleep. Well, it's
1: basically any like the, the stuff you need to make the the ports and the hardware work.
0: Yes, be, Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. All right. Okay. So that is um, that's the update on that. Right, Dave. Let's go through some. Um, so, I think there was a, a few breaches happened as well. Actually, wow. um, GoDaddy, who are a big hosting company, yeah. um, have discovered that there was a multi-year security breach. Oh, multi-year behind the scenes. Holy right? nice. And uh, I think they're going to get some uh, some serious blowback from that um, because this thing that they've they've, they've they've only like just found out that this thing has been going on in the background all the time uh-huh. um, spanning nearly three years of people who had access to behind the scenes on their hosting side um, it, co- users were basically contacting them for the last three years saying people go to my website and it's randomly redirecting them to another website Yeah. now we know we both of us know that that could be because the website itself is hacked Yeah. but the website was getting hacked because they had a breach and people were able to get into it mm. so um, anyway that's going to really dent their uh the cost confidence in in their um in their system. Is uh, it fixed though? That is a good question. <laughs> <laughs> Put you on the spot again. Which only they will be able to answer. <laughs> but if you are a GoDaddy customer, I would say probably better to contact support there mm-hmm. and find out exactly if you have been um, affected by it if your data any databases you might have with
1: customer yeah. information or anything like that um, It's funny yeah. you should say that because I saw mm. someone who, I know someone who has GoDaddy hosting and they had a simple HTML website mm-hmm. uh, nothing too fa- flash or fancy and yeah. there was a lot of nefarious files in there when I went in there recently to take ah, a look at
0: it well, so, there you go mm. that could be it yeah. Right um, Okay Dave I want to go to some uh, local news as well um, well Suppose local and upcoming events as well, just oh. to round out the show. So first thing is, you know, the Lero Science Foundation out in Ul. Uh, so they have won a, a Young European Research Universities Open Science Award. Mm-hmm. So congratulations to them on that. And a fairly local company, Lahinch-based HR Locker, are about to create fifty jobs after doing a two million fundraising. Um, round
1: mm-hmm, cool.
0: um, so they're going to be a, so like they are really just down the road so it's great um in the HR locker it's all um, it's a it's an online platform for running your the HR side of your business um, oh I see yeah okay so, and uh, that they're uh, that's 50 new jobs so that is going to help the region anyway mm-hmm. and then lastly then is SyFest. Uh, which is um, Ireland's largest and most inclusive STEM fair program uh, for second level students has announced its return for the 18th consecutive year and uh, they are now calling for entries to its 2023 competition. The entrance must be admitted by the 10th of March. Yeah. So we'll go on to um, is it cyfest.ie for that and you uh, will get all the details there anyway. So that is great to have that back again uh, for the, as I say, the 18th year. Dave, we've run out of time.
1: We have, uh, but I, another... I have a couple of things I want to okay, mention, go on. just very quick things. Okay, Dave, yeah, what Yeah, what so um, some good news um, mm-hmm. on the, we were talking about economics earlier and about everything going up in price. Well, mm-hmm. the first electricity company has decided to decrease their prices, Panergy. Uh So, I don't know, to me, that's a step in the right direction, isn't it?
0: It is. Well, I do know that the wholesale price of electricity have fallen in January. Yeah. uh so if the wholesale prices are down then that means that yeah. hopefully the other providers we'll do will do it too. Will start yeah. if if they're if energy' the first to do it yeah. the others might start following of course so, it's
1: not going to go back to pre-2022 levels because you know it's mm-hmm. a seven percent decrease as yeah. opposed to however much it was increased throughout the 2022 and whatnot so oh
0: yeah well yeah. that was horrendously like so well but like, any step yeah, down is is yeah. in the right direction like if the cat the gas impr- prices increase are you uh, r- roughly three or four times wow. what was before. Not surprising, yeah. So but the electricity prices, yeah. So mm. anyway, look, if the wholesale price is coming down and I think it's 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 fallen to like kind of maybe like by twenty percent of what it was last year anyway. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. that hopefully will pass on to the rest of this anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome.
1: All right. Anything um, else to Yeah um just talking about Netflix again, right? Mm. Um uh, it's kind of semi good news, uh, mostly bad news. Well, not really bad news, mostly no news in the sense that uh, they are, they <laughs> have announced price reductions in various really? markets, uh, mostly uh, countries in Asia and uh, maybe South America and stuff like that, as much as 50% in some really? of those markets. But unfortunately, um, Ireland isn't one of them. So, oh. yeah okay but it's kind of weird i think they're adjusting their prices to to whatever the economies are like in those countries or whatever so the the reduction in price will vary from different region that they're using that they're doing it in yeah but uh nothing for ireland so um yeah
0: Yeah. okay all right well yes hopefully (laughs) hopefully
1: they will catch on and realize they they need to cop themselves on
0: yeah exactly yeah okay dave that's it for another month. Indeed. Uh, thanks a million. And we shall talk to you again soon. And tune in next month where I'll be replaced by an AI. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See
0: ya. Bye. Post is brought to you by Limerick City Community Radio and at 9.9 FM every weekend and in association with the Limerick Post newspaper. It also goes out as part of the podcast feed from the Limerick Post where you can get this show and loads more great shows. Please give us a rating and review if you like this show in whatever podcast app you use. Don't forget you can get in touch with us at techpost at limerickpost.ie if you have any questions, comments or suggestions or if you'd like to be featured on the show. The music is by Dylan Flynn and the Dead Poets and you can get their great music on Apple Music and Spotify and production assistance from Eric Fitzgerald.